I made the worthwhile trip to Ballinamore, County Leitrim, to see the Loud Horrors seal their place in the Larimar Cup final. Yes, we knew it was going to happen, and now it is absolutely happening next weekend, more than likely Saturday. When I talk about that and hear from Darren Gagan and a whole lot more in episode 197 of the Loud and Proud podcast. But first, our friends, always. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna t- uh, we're gonna do a couple of things here tonight. Obviously, I'm gonna talk about that whole road trip. Oh, geez, it was a hell of a road trip. Um, talk about that shortly, and I'm gonna hear from Darren Gagan, top score hero of the hour, as well. And then I'm gonna wrap up and finish with um, Sunday club report. Three games on Sunday. I'll talk to the, I'll talk about those games. And if you haven't heard the League All About the Show, I suggest you go back and listen to it all in full. It was a bit of a sound issue on Facebook and that the, the mic was uh, it unraveled itself. Um, but it's, you can hear the whole lot on uh, the uh, backup version on uh, so Patreon. Yeah, listen to it, the podcast back, listen to the whole lot. Gives the full permutations on the whole lot um, on there. So that'll be... Uh, that will be uh, on next Saturday, possibly, or more than likely, maybe Sunday, with the Loud Hurlers playing on Saturday. It might shift the whole league fixtures on to next Sunday um, for the weekend. But, um, yeah, so I just want to talk about the, the, the qualifiers, first off, off the bat, before we get into the Horland. Um, so we now know the eight teams in the qualifier draw. We now know the 16 teams overall. There's no preliminary round. It would have been in a draw in, on Monday morning if it had to happen. But it didn't. And the eight teams are now Loud, Mayo, Mead, Monaghan, Armagh, Tyrone, Cork and Clare. So it'll be it'll be still it'll be another three weeks till we play um, on the 4th of June that weekend. So it's I would have liked to draw maybe, so, sorry, it's two weekends. One... Oh yeah, supposed to be yeah, two weeks actually. One, two, yeah, no, three weeks of a build up if if the draw was made in the morning. I don't know why the draw has been made. Maybe they want to give Talton Cup its pure um, talking points or not talking points, but more of an exposure to give them that rather than say let get their own all the talk will be about Mickey Hart and to get all the media attention and focus. Um, look at the after today, looking at me and Monaghan. You'd like to think we could do a job against them. Um, obviously, Mayo are going to be strong. Armagh are going to be strong. Um, Cork and Clare, like we, we could definitely find ourselves in in the top twelve teams in the country. You know, taking off, the, taking on the finalists. Then, like looking at Kildare and Dublin, Limerick, Kerry, Galway, Roscommon, Derry, and Donegal. The other eight teams in it. So, without getting too far ahead of myself, I think we could like to think we could beat Limerick again if we get them. And then go into the and then they were in the final eight teams in the country, so yeah, interesting, interesting the way it goes, you know, um, exposing yourself to these big games, and training away and keeping it keeping like it's it's kind of good to be out of it in a way. So early, like if you're looking at me, the man, and they they'll have they'll really have to dust themselves down after after this weekend's action. They'll have to really refocus, take a couple of kick a couple of days off probably take the full week off and then go two weeks leading into it on, on the back of the draw which will probably be made next Monday morning um, on Morning Ireland um, I'll probably have a podcast on that straight away my reaction on it 
but yeah so that that's just it but this weekend will this week on the patreon.com forward slash loud and proud it'll be all about the Laurie Mara Cup in 2022 and yeah I was privileged to go and get over to uh, Ballinamore it was a hell of a it was a some trek you know you're going all across Cav and you're going right nearly into nearly bloody Fermanagh you're going all across all across country Kells, all those roads, and you're you're winding and you're bending, and it's not just an easy, an easy ride. Similar to the way the, the Loud team made made their way to the Laurie Mara Cup final. They thought they were gone. They would have pushed on, trying to get six points anyway, and uh, to get there. But the way the Monaghan went, it kind of helped us big time because Longford probably would have beaten us on the head to head rule. But look it was always going to go down the last few pucks of the game the way Laird play and the way Laird kind of let teams back in but they did hold off and it was one of those games where they, they did hold off and it's worth saying because they haven't been holding teams off like they did yesterday so it, it, the team that began was uh, Rory Morrissey was in goals what a game he had Danny Morgan Donal Ryan Adam Plunkett in the full back line um, right half um, Andrew Smith Connor Quigley centre half from the, from Knockbridge uh, Horlers. Um, left half back was Jamie McDonald. Shawnee Crosby and Liam Malloy were in the middle of the field. Peter Fortune, Phelan Joyce, and coming in on the wing was uh, Niall Keenan from Tremaine. And then the full forward line Darren Gagan, Paul Matthews, and Sean Kerrisk. Look, we got the perfect start. We went six two ahead. We uh, Darren Gagan was really, really accurate very early on for freeze. Their their free taker wasn't bad, but they would they would miss an awful lot. But we settled so well into it six two ahead. It would look very comfortable. Look, like we're going to have this, um, and they just slowly but surely they were probably edging us in open play. Big bullock inside, um, heavy pitch. Not not very easy to get the ball into your hand. It was more like stuck in the mud literally stuck in the mud and pucks and not not pucks rucks all around the ball hard to get clean possession they were just a little bit I wouldn't say um, just heavier and beefier than us horsing us out of it and uh, but the difference was in those frees early on from Darren Gagan he nailed um, I think he got four, yeah he got all four all five um, all yeah five of the six uh, Paul Matthews got an early point as well probably could have went for goal but um, yeah, we settled much better. But they got back at uh, Nile King does a hell of a hook um, on on Limerick. But they're starting to kind of get really uh, ropey on the um, you know possession around the middle of the field and getting the ball to come back into it to make it six four. Paul Matthews, Peter Fortune, Paul Fortune plucks the ball and fires over the bar, but it's eight four ahead. Then they were treading with pace inside, and Joe Murray was really pacey. But number seventeen, James McNabola, and uh, got the goal. He was very good, very lively. He brought it right back to a point. Phelan Joyce gets a point to put a nine points to one four. O'Kagan, the free taker, pulls it back. But they have eleven wides in the first half. Eleven wides, you know. And Liam Malloy gets a point to put his ten to one five. But they hit two in a row to level again. Gagan puts us ahead 11 to 1 7 with um, a free. But they get a free to level it 1 8 to 11 and a half times. You don't, oh God. Um, like in that first half, I know I mentioned the, the wides already, but Rory Morrissey, he made two savage saves. One where it was like 
it was a long free pulled on it was, it was spinning the ball he just he gets a save he gets a really good block really good smothering save and then another one as well where he gets his hand in keeps his eye on it the whole way so really probably loudest player of the game um, Baron maybe Darren O'Hagan's brilliance from freeze and Liam Lowe was generally good all round play but second half we begin and Phelan Joyce gets a scrappy score early on um, intercepts we um I don't think there's that many subs, but uh, Kelleher gets a score for them. He was good. He got he got four points in total, two in the first half, two in the second. But we, then we push on again. Gagan gets a free, gets another one from play. Uh, Sean Kerris gets a really neat and tidy point. And then ball. Uh, Sean, Sean Keneally comes in, really good impact. Needed his physicality in the half, half, half forward line. Um, it was going into he wins the ball he drives the ball into the full forward into Paul matches his club mate but Gagan just judges the flight of the ball takes it away from everyone and gets it and drills it in that 115 to 1-9 yes this is us we're home and host loads of time left we can relax then take it back into it the, uh, Delaney gets a goal it was a, it was, a, it, was, a, it, was, it was sorry they get two goals in a row I should say Karen McDermott gets one and Delaney then gets a soft goal after Joe Murray goes on a really good Maisie run so then they, they find themselves ahead I think for the first time in the game and then we settle ourselves down we do respond quite well through Darren Gagan it's helter-skelter stuff he gets a, it, was a, it was a really good point uh, from a free but they, they, they nail another they, they get they hit um, eight free eight, eight wise in the second half but they hit four in a row to, to go they had to take the to take the lead actually, yeah. So two eleven, two fourteen to one sixteen. O'Hagan and Callahan uh, get the get the scores, and then Jamie Jamie McDonald long long free from way out, and it just sailed into the next two sixteen to two fourteen. He thought, yes, we're gonna we're gonna do it, but it's a draw was gonna do them. A draw a draw would have done them. Would have put the seal their place in it. But they go back in and they level it. 215 to 2, 216 apiece O'Hagan with uh, two frees in a row then Mark Gatton comes off the bench and hits a beaut and then you might have seen it on the Instagram video um, Liam Malai plucks a kick a, a puck out drives forward flicks it inside the palm matches cuts jig jags inside he loves Crow Park next week the, the wide open space to Crow Park if he gets any sort of possession at all but he sealed it at the end 218 to 216 win, winners and I me- meant to say as well Adam Plunkett and, and uh, Andrew Smith make a great save double save uh, off the line as well it goes underneath uh, Morrissey and I think it was uh, Smith that blocks on the line and Plunkett clears it away the Knockbridge men combine and they clear it away but they live on the nerves get the job done it was really really nervy stuff and it was, wasn't going to be any other way we go now and face Longford, looking for a bit of revenge there. It probably was in the melting pot, probably going our way bar a couple of funny and awkward decisions, and we we owe them a bait, and hopefully now in Crow Park. I think it's going to be Saturday. It more than likely will be. So I'm looking forward to that, looking forward to getting into Crow Park again and seeing Loud hopefully triumph. I'll be previewing that all week. We will now hear from here on the air, he, Darren Gagan. He finished with 1-9 yesterday. Of Loud's total one nine out of out of two eighteen. It's not bad going half of loud scores. So yeah, here is the Nave Manina man now. I walk over with you, Darren. You're going to Crow Park next Saturday. That's what that was the last rallying cry there from Paul McCall from the huddle. Great feeling overall. 
Ah, brilliant. Like, that's the days. They're the days you want, like, it's loud hurling. You don't get much as it comes, and you take all, all you can, like. All you can. It was a ping pong ball at the end. I didn't know what way it was going to go. It was always going to go to the last puck, like at the very end. But our lads dug in as a squad, took it in, took it into us, and we didn't die down. Even goals going in, we stood up, took the scores. Is, is that a thing you've been working on, like kind of finishing and seeing out games? A couple of league games went awry, and even in this competition as well. Has that been an emphasis on the squad to dig it out and get over that line? Yeah, like all the games we played were competitive. Except one, like, but so like the, the heart is there. Like the lads put an effort in three times a week, four times a week. There's no man going unturned. There's nothing going unturned there. Like so, we're doing everything we can to bring loud hurling up to where it needs and to what be. What are you doing to, to bring it yourself? What what is what is the practice? What how much goes into it yourself? Oh, it, it goes in every three times in the gym. Uh, three times a week, the lads your own stuff off the wall, your own time. Like it's not just a training. You need to put it in off the off the pitch, mm. and that's that's all big teams you see. Where the scores are coming in, the results are coming in. Because you can see there in yourself, even the free taking again yeah. today was the difference. They yeah. missed an awful lot of wide, yeah. especially in the first half. Do you do you acknowledge that as a player? Do you sense it? Oh well, like it's fairness to the lads are winning the freeze. I'm sort of I have to stand up and do it for them, like. Uh, and then in play, there lads stood up, Mark and coming on, standing up for the team. Paul matches the end. The lads driving on. That's that's what you need. That's the team. That's the team spirit. Croker. That was the plan from the start, it was to stay up in the league, do well in the league and get to Crow Park. So we, want, we were there before and we won it, we want to try to get there again. Did you think that, like you, you, you're always going to be, like you always fancied yourself to win the Laurie Maher and get to the final and then obviously things went to, went away but did you just feel a sense of it now with Monaghan, what happened then, that now we're going to have to take this on and win this competition? Yeah, you knew there was always a chance like uh, after a heartbreak. Uh, last year in in uh, Breffling Park in Calvin, like and yeah, yeah. um, we just stuck in and from the start from November October just drove on. That's that's that's, how, that's what got us there now. Hopefully, do the job now. Yeah. Bit of revenge against Longford as well. Brilliant. Yeah, no, it was a good game now in Longford. It was uh, nip and tuck like and um, it could, could end to last again. So looking forward. It's different though. Like the last in Lowe and Larry Mar final was. No promotion really at the end yeah. of it, whereas this and year is the extra carrot. And there's no supporters there, so as well. Yeah, so the yeah, 16 yeah. man it helps, and everything, everything from the sideline helps. All the lads driving on, there's no man like everyone's putting in the effort, so there's no nothing unturned like uh, there. You mentioned the effort, the effort that had been like that effort's been getting in all year, and, yeah. and it's been more slaps in the face than yeah, than, no, than, than no days see, like no this. No one sees that effort we're putting in. It's is in fairness, it is a football county, and there's hurling there, there's pockets of hurling there. Dad's put pride in, like so that's that's what we want to do. Bring that up. Bring the spirit up, like. Yeah. Thanks, well John, done. Thanks, thanks good luck. Yeah, no bother on Darren. He, he he's right. Like there is pockets of horror in the county. There's there's plenty there. There's plenty more. And this is a great chance to to, to highlight it and and show what it's all about. Like if you you want to commit with your county, you play these tier competitions, and you get your chance to to shine in in the in the biggest stage in Crow Park. You know, and they have a great chance against Longford. Full of confidence coming into that really, really well. They didn't play that well the weekend, Longford. Um, and Leitrim beat Longford. So I know they beat us, but there's form kind of going in our favour. We're on a bit of momentum now. We have a win at our sails. We're, we're, we're savouring the chance of being competing for it. And we're really taking it. There's a, there's depth there in the panel. We've seen Park Fallon even mention in the report. He came on and did a really good job, put himself about... Um, 
couple of lads didn't even get off the bench, like the likes of Sean McGill, um, Ronald Mulholland, Garrett Hall, game changers, played well in the league, Ricky McKeown as well. Uh, but we see Mark Gann, he got a point off the bench as well. So, look, it's all to play for. I will be previewing it all week on the on the podcast on patreon.com forward slash learning proud. So, hopefully, Paul McCormick and crew have a good week's training and get ready for this big, big final on Saturday. So, moving on now to the league games. Right, so there was a, there was a big, big, dramatic game in Drada between... Um, the, the rallies and the uh, the plunkets the rallies are absolutely coasting in the first half they got uh, three goals in the first half actually the um, Rory Moore gets uh, gets the first goal then Kyle McElroy gets a goal as well and then uh, Omar gets a goal so that they, they lead 3-5 to 1-6 in the break young so Sean Nolan Gets the goal for the Mel side, and it, yeah, like look, it's it's uh, you're five points down, and you think it's more or less all over. The rallies will control it, but then the whole thing turned in an instant with Stephen Keeley gets two goals, goal and one from the penalty, two goals in five minutes, and that looked that 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 looked to actually give the Plunkets the lead. They led three thirteen to three twelve right down to finish, only for a last gasp, Rory more free, Murray more free to share the spoils um, so yeah really really good game really entertaining game and that's the Plunkers first point of the season denied their first win but uh, credit to them they're battling they're battling away Robbie Brodding is back in the side Domo McKinn's back in off the bench they're getting their team more or less back together where the rallies seem to be losing players they're, they're, they're short and good few players Daniel Riley didn't play this weekend but um to have the likes of Rob Murray coming back into the fray and, you know, giving minutes to the likes of Emma King, Kevin McGee, James Morgan as well, Joe Meehan as well, um, Baz Flanagan as well, around the middle of the field with Rory Moore as well, the old-timers batting it out for their club. So, yeah, and then we have, you look down, Division 3B, Stabannon, they finished strongest in the second half in Mount Rush to see off the Seans to go joint top of Division 3B with the Knicks. Um, Tony Kelly found in that early on it was it was tight enough nip and tuck first half one seven one five. Sean Reynolds got the first half goal and he would add to that in the second half. But Sean's were dominant around the middle of the field. Kevin McMahon was was having a great game, but um, yeah, Stephen just had that bit of a uh, extra bench, bit of extra fitness. They could empty, they could empty the bench and throw in a load of players. Um, Paul Egan comes on, Shane McCoy, Jared Durkin, uh, Ty Carroll, Carl Reynolds, you know, just those sort of uh, luxury that the Seans couldn't afford and it just kind of ran out of steam. Marty Duffy did quite well too, got a good four points. But Robbie Callum was 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 getting a lot of scores. Uh, Bobby Buckley gets a second half goal early on and Sean Reynolds gets another goal. Um, sorry, I think it was uh, Bobby Buckley that got the, second, the third goal to, to see Stabannon run out easy enough winners. It was interesting enough to see uh, Colin Curran. He is back in the uh, he is back in the Sean side, home from Australia maybe for a while, a couple of months maybe he's going to give the Seans a dig out there and he did so uh, on the wing he's probably feeling sore now after that uh, after that first foray in a good few years um, locally. But um, yeah, so then finally, the, in Division 1 the Brides are now top of the table. They're joint top with Mattock and Newtown Blues, but they're, they're top, I think, is with score difference. They, they beat the past 3-11 to 9 points. Um, 
I think it was look I don't think it was in any doubt really after a really good good first half from uh, from the Brides with them 2-7-3 in front you know the goals coming from Kieran Dean I think got the the first goal and then Kieran McCarroll got the second but Emma Kirk was fairly accurate really good player good former Red Star a couple of years ago uh, when they won the intermediate title um, he can bang them over. Uh, Jason Woods, Carl Grogan got a couple of points, but Grogan later got sent off, and that was kind of they couldn't really fourteen men chasing the lead like that. And the Brights just saw them comfortably off. Neil Thornton kicking a couple of points, and then Paddy Riley sealed it with a with a late penalty. So a big win there for the Brights. They're going very well. Very hard team to beat. Uh, very solid defensively and have loads and loads of forwards loads of attacking power there um, even without John Murray the county man so yeah that's that's it for the week that is um, this weekend's podcast one episode 197 um, thanks for tuning in thanks for listening thanks for for supporting the podcast uh, thanks for tuning into the League All About It show um, Anything else? Any more to do? No. Everything's kind of signed off, signed, sealed, delivered. Listen back to League All About the Show if you get a chance. Hear how the whole team, how the whole permutations are going. Also, and uh, yeah, that's it. So, big week ahead for the Larry Mark Cup. Big next uh, Saturday final in, in Croker. And uh, yeah, hopefully qualify a draw the following Monday as well. So, uh, that's it. That's all. Good luck. Bye bye. And thanks for listening and tuning in. Bye bye. Good luck.